The heart wants what the heart wants. It's the LifeSpring One Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California. Podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. Good to see you. It's Psalms Wednesday, and we'll read chapters 140 through 142. We'll also have a time of prayer. If you'd like to check out other LifeSpring shows, go to LifespringMedia.com, and I'll have contact information at the end of today's show. Before we read, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we love you, and we thank you for your word. And as we read today, we ask that you bless us and that you would teach us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, beloved, let's begin. Psalm 140 is entitled, To the Chief Musician, a Psalm of David. Now, many of David's psalms were written when he was in trouble, and he called out to God for help. In this psalm, it seems as if he's being slandered. Perhaps this was when King Saul was in pursuit of him. Psalms chapter 140 Deliver me, O Lord, from evil men. Preserve me from violent men, who plan evil things in their heart and stir up wars continually. They make their tongue sharp as a serpent's, and under their lips is the venom of asps. Guard me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from violent men, who have planned to trip up my feet. The arrogant have hidden a trap for me, and with cords they have spread a net. Beside the way they have set snares for me. I say to the Lord, You are my God. Give ear to the voice of my pleas for mercy, O Lord. O Lord, my Lord, the strength of my salvation, You have covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Do not further their evil plot, or they will be exalted. As for the head of those who surround me, let the mischief of their lips overwhelm them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire, into miry pits, no more to rise. Let not the slanderer be established in the land. Let evil hunt down the violent men speedily. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will execute justice for the needy. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. The title of Psalm 141 is simply a Psalm of David. David wanted to have a close relationship with God, but he knew that sin would stand in the way of that. He knew his own weakness, so he asked God to help him deal with sin in his own life. Psalms chapter 141 Lord, I call to you. Come quickly. Listen to me when I call to you. Let my prayer be like incense placed before you and my praise like the evening sacrifice. Lord, help me control my tongue. Help me be careful about what I say. Take away my desire to do evil or to join others in doing wrong. Don't let me eat tasty food with those who do evil. If a good person punished me, that would be kind. If he corrected me, that would be like perfumed oil on my head. I shouldn't refuse it. But I pray against those who do evil. Let their leaders be thrown down the cliffs. Then people will know that I have spoken correctly. The ground is plowed and broken up. In the same way, our bones have been scattered at the grave. God, I look to you for help. I trust in you, Lord. Don't let me die. Protect me from the traps they set for me and from the net that evil people have spread. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, but let me pass by safely. The title of Psalm 142 is A Mass Kill of David, a prayer when he was in the cave. 
A masculine was something to contemplate or was an instruction. Charles Spurgeon wrote of this psalm, He calls this prayer masculine, a psalm of instruction, because of the good lessons he had himself learned in the cave, learned on his knees, and so learned that he desired to teach others. Psalms chapter 142 I cry out to the Lord. I pray to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my problems to Him. I tell Him my troubles. When I am afraid, you, Lord, know the way out. In the path where I walk, a trap is hidden for me. Look around me and see. No one cares about me. I have no place of safety. No one cares if I live. Lord, I cry out to you. I say, you are my protection. You are all I want in this life. Listen to my cry, because I am helpless. Save me from those who are chasing me, because they are too strong for me. Free me from my prison, and then I will praise your name. Then good people will surround me, because you have taken care of me. I've got comments today on Psalms 140 and 141. And 140, there were times in David's life when he was pursued by men that literally wanted to kill him. He was slandered. He was hunted. And this psalm is one that was written during one of those times. Do you ever think of the power of your words when you go to the Lord in prayer? David asked God not only for deliverance from evil men who would do him harm, but he also asked for their destruction. Listen again. He said, As for the head of those who surround me, let the mischief of their lips overwhelm them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into fire, into miry pits, no more to rise. My goodness. I recently had a conversation with a man who had been the victim of slander. Another person was literally trying to destroy this man's reputation and business. And the attacks got so bad that this man, for whom I have tremendous respect, prayed this psalm asking God to deal with his attacker. And the response from God was so powerful that this man told me that he would never again pray this way. He told me that this person's life was utterly destroyed. He didn't tell me any details, but based on our relationship, I believe him. If we're truly being attacked by genuinely evil people, God, our Heavenly Father, has it in His power to come to our rescue. You see, His plan for our life will not be foiled by anyone or anything. If the plans of our enemies would keep us from fulfilling God's plan, I believe that God will intervene on our behalf. I love the way David closed this psalm. He said, I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will execute justice for the needy. Surely the righteous shall give thanks to your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. In Psalm 141, in our translation today, David prayed in verse 4, Take away my desire to do evil or to join others in doing wrong. But in the original Hebrew, instead of the word desire, David said heart. I like how the New American Standard renders the verse. Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil, so that I take part in wicked deeds along with those who are evildoers. I think the distinction between desire and heart is important. At least it is for me, and maybe I'm the only one. But to me, desire resides in the mind. The more we think about a thing, the more we desire it. 
So, if I can just force my mind to think of something else, the desire lessens. I have some control over my thoughts. Ah, but the heart. That is not easily controlled by the mind, is it? The heart wants what the heart wants, pretty much no matter what the mind thinks. So David prayed, Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil. Charles Spurgeon wrote, The way the heart inclines, the life soon tends. Evil things desired bring forth wicked things practiced. Unless the fountain of life is kept pure, the streams of life will soon be polluted. David well knew what trouble his heart could get him into, didn't he? It was his heart that drew him to Bathsheba, and he never again wanted to get into that kind of situation. How often, when tempted to sin, have you just tried to grunt it out, to not sin on your own strength of will? How'd that work out for you? If you're anything like me, lots of times it didn't work very well. I have to admit that my own efforts, when the sin is right there in front of me, are typically all too human. I fail. But David asks God for help in keeping his heart from being drawn to sin in the first place. And of course, that's something that you and I can do too. We can pray that same prayer. It's always a good idea to ask for help before it's needed, isn't it? If we begin each day with a prayer that includes this request, do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil, Lord. And if we make it an ongoing habit throughout the day, I've got a sneaking suspicion that the times of facing sin head-on will become fewer and farther apart. If you have thoughts or questions, let me hear from you. Send a boostergram or call the LifeSpring family hotline or go to the comments page or write an email. So many things you can choose from. I'll tell you how to do all those at the end of the show. Tomorrow will be Poetry Thursday and we'll begin the Song of Solomon. We'll read chapters 1 and 2. Song of Solomon is, by the way, the last of the books of poetry. Prayer Requests You might remember that we've been praying for Leanne's cousin, Candy, and her husband, Jim. Candy was hospitalized for some time because of blood clots, and she's now home and doing better, but she does still need oxygen when she sleeps, and sometimes during the day if she's taking a walk or something like that. Now, her husband, Jim, you might remember, has rheumatoid arthritis, which has caused some damage to his lungs. I never knew that could happen, but I guess it's not all that uncommon. Last time we talked about this, uh, they had done a chest x-ray and they found a spot on one of his lungs. Well, it turns out that he does have cancer in his right lung. That's bad enough, but it gets worse. He also has it in, as Candy wrote to Leanne, in a couple of bones in his back. So I'm assuming that that means his spine. Candy said he's starting infusions this week, then every three weeks afterwards. They're going with the drug Keytruda. They didn't think that radiation and chemo would be as effective. So we've still got a long road to travel. Yeah, that's, I think, an understatement. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, like David, we ask you to keep our hearts from being attracted to evil. We know that we're weak, Lord, and we need your help. As Paul said, we do that which we do not want to do, and we do not do that which we want to do. Lord, help us as we learn to lean on your strength, and forgive us, Lord, when we fail. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And now, Father, we pray for Candy and Jim. Thank you that she's doing better, Lord. Help our Lord to recover completely, because Jim's going to need a lot of care over the course of his treatment for cancer. 
We pray that you will bring healing to him, either through your miraculous touch or through the doctors in the infusions. This can be a scary time, Lord, and we pray that the Holy Spirit would comfort Jim and Candy. We pray that the doctors would make the right decisions as they treat him and that you would give him that healing we ask for. We'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. And now, Lord, I thank you for the LifeSpring family, and I ask you to bless them, Father. I know there are many needs in the family, and we ask you to meet them according to your will and your love for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our next time of prayer together will be this coming Sunday, so if you have a praise report or a prayer request, send it to me. I'll pray for you in my quiet time and share it on the show. As always, I invite your comments and questions. There are several ways to get in touch with me. Send a Boostagram using a modern podcast app or call the LifeSpring family hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven. If you've got a prayer request or if you've got a praise, go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. And if you have a comment or a question, go to comment.lifespringmedia.com. If you don't want to do those, how about an email? Steve at lifespringmedia.com. I'm so thankful for Sister Denise, Michael Hayner, Scott Snyder, Jason Paschal, and Sister Brittany for everything they helped me do. Jason Paschal did today's show art. Thank you so much, beloved, for inviting me to be a part of your day. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. My name is Steve Webb. Bye. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.